Rob, anybody, and Dawn setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. Got a couple email responses, RAD at radradio.com. We had uh, Officer Pat and uh, Deputy Boyd from the Sacramento Sheriff's Office in as they get ready for uh, Pig Bowl, the 50th uh, Pig Bowl, Guns and Hoses, Cops versus Firefighters. It is uh, this Saturday at Hughes Stadium. And it starts at 11 a.m. with the Kids Safety Fair. The pregame starts at 12.30. Kickoff's at 1. Sounds like it's going to be a hell of an event this year for the 50th. You got all the uh, the, the kids, they, 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 all the equipment's out there. And then just fun stuff, like I mentioned, the bouncy houses. And then there's there's uh, food trucks. Uh, and uh, cops and firefighters are, are walking around. Sounds amazing for kids. They play Everybody. a real game. <laughs> uh, and by the way, uh, Hughes Stadium's on the Freeport uh, Boulevard. All the information is at uh, Pig Bowl. Dot org tickets are just ten bucks. You can get them in advance, uh, or just show up uh, on a Saturday. Kimberly wrote in and said, "When I was a kid, my uncle Mike Murray played in the Pig Bowl on the SAC PD side, and we went every year, and it was a blast. So much fun. Go PD!" Uh, and then uh, 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 Brian Boyd, uh, Deputy Boyd, was uh, when I asked him how it's going out there. He pointed out, you know, we only get called when when bad things are, are happening. You don't you don't call because you're having a barbecue. <laughs> and uh, Ryan said, "Wait, you're telling me that." You can, you guys can come out for a barbecue. This is an option. Next time I have too much brisket, do I just call nine one one? Let's get to uh, trouble, trouble. Trouble, 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 we got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Matt, you're caller 18. Good morning. Matt. C- good morning. Matt. Hello. I'm here. Hi, guys. Oh, hi. There you are. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> you are you, that out. Okay, yeah, you ready to go, pumpkin? Oh. <laughs> oh. Nope, Matt, he hung Matt. up. Oh. That was him hanging up on his own. Good. Good. Crisis averted ahead of time. Oh, it's preemptively. Uh, Jen. Hello. I, I'm here. All right, Jen, Yay! you will guess first because Matt bailed. And uh, Amy, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We are looking for a rock song from 2002. What is the title of that 2002 rock song? Jen. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you seem so surprised. Oh, my word. I was sure I would have it. What about you, Amy? No clue. Okay. Jerry Cantrell of Alice in Chains with Angel Eyes. Uh, Seinfeld tickets. We're going to play the pressure cooker at 9 a.m. We got this email from one of our uh, 85 Heidi's. Hey, Heidi. She actually wrote this uh, earlier this morning because we've been going in and out like with the Kelsey brothers talking about men and what is a man. Is it okay to make the, the heart hand and things like that? But it seems appropriate after talking to the two giant cops that were just in here. Uh, Heidi says, since we've been talking about uh, weenie men and, uh, and toxic men this week, I just wanted to remind people there are still good toxic manly men out here. 
The hub's got a gash on his hand at work yesterday, and instead of cleaning it or putting a Band-Aid on it, which I would have done, he grabbed a giant tube of super glue and filled up the gash. Yes. God. That is the appropriate treatment it for that. It is, and but then gosh dang it. immediately went back to doing what he was uh. doing. Thank you for that update, Heidi. Uh, if you're watching this on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, bottom of the hour uh, during the commercial break, you're going to get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? We have a very special guest in the producer's studio this morning. Somebody we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, Marla, the dog. Aww. Kyle's dad's dog is here Yay. visiting us today. Yes. And so we'll see uh, We'll see what she can do. Does she have any tricks in store for us? <laughs> she does tricks. I haven't done any tricks with her in a while. I haven't seen her in a minute as well. So Now, Kyle, you were telling me uh, before the show why she's here. Is, is she going to be, is Marla going to be making semi-regular appearances <gasps> again? Yeah, she'll be making Yay! semi-regular appearances. The, both the my dad's side, um, him and his woman have jobs. My little brother's got school and a job. So um, Marla needs some company, and I, I came to the rescue and... <laughs> Picked her up, and she's hanging with me for a little while. Ooh. When I drove in this morning, you know, my eyes, they aren't what they used to be. And I was like, why is there a really tall man with a dog <laughs> right in front? <laughs> right? And then I was like, I'm like, oh, my God, we haven't seen her in so right, long. Right, the really big guy, Kyle, that would be <laughs> yeah, normal. Yeah. But he, we're just not used to him having no, a dog. Just, yeah. Uh, uh, Brandon, we're used to having a dog, but but Brandon and I are nowhere near the stature of, no, no, of no, no, Kyle. No. So, so yes, do we have a, do we have a, a stalker with a dog? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting outside of the uh, the Rad Studio. Sorry to scare you, Don. Um, so that's coming up in about 20 minutes on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Oh, we got some entertainment news now. Overture, curtain and lights. It's time for entertainment news. So we live in this fantastic world where we can make movies out of anything. Uh, with the success of Barbie, remember we went over the list of uh, various Mattel products they're going to turn movies into. Somehow they're going to make a movie about Uno or the Rubik's Cube or some kind of crap like that. <laughs> so why not? Uh, you can do it with TV, too. A Chuck E. Cheese game show is in the works. What? Okay. Yes. It has to be creepy, though. It ha- they have yeah. to use the old animatronics from, like, the early 90s where they look like they're evil. Yes. You, uh... You didn't know you needed this in your life, but you do. Uh, now, it's still pretty early on. There's no word yet on a network or a premiere date. It is being done by the same guys behind Top Chef, so there's a little bit of experience there, at least. Uh, we do know that the premise is duos of big kids, you know, us, people over the age of 18. It's ah. not a show for kids. Uh, will compete in supersized arcade games. Oh, cool. okay. Fine. So, nice. I, as I understand it, and again, this is all we have very little information, you go, you, you aren't partnered with someone, you go on as a team, like maybe husband, wife, uh, co-workers, brother, sister, whatever. And, and the games are things like uh, pinball, air hockey, the Ooh. human claw, <laughs> and the pair who earns the most tickets will get to exchange them for prizes off of a massive version of the Chuck E. Cheese prize wall. That's everything we know. It's a pencil. I, okay. don't, I don't know how anything else works. <laughs> so there's no fighting in the ball pit, giving another kid a black eye Who or knows? a bloody eye? Who knows? Oh, oh. Man, you know when you go to those certain arcades and they're set up that way and there's sometimes a restaurant attached? And you think you have racked up, man. We're going to go in the store afterwards that they'll have there. 
oh, you're going to get some good stuff. And it's the aforementioned, here's an eraser, mm, here's a pen, here's a little fuzzy ball. Finger trap. <laughs> everything those that was, little airplanes. But everything that was worth, okay, yeah, you need a billion tickets mm-hmm. for the airplane. Yes, you, you would hope for a television game show they win, they win real prizes, like actual yeah. things you want to you yeah. play for. But are they prizes like dated back when, I, I guess I'm just dating it because that's when I experienced Chuck E. Cheese. But it would be funny if like they, they use like retro stuff. Oh, you can win a, a, a an Atari for 50,000 points. I mean, as long as it's something that you would want to compete for. I yeah, think that yeah. that's the element of it that, you know, to get people to actually to go on the show. I mean, Kyle brings up the fights. The fights wouldn't happen between the contestants if you're going to reenact Chuck E. Cheese. It would have to reenact. It would have to happen like in the audience, the the family members of the people that are actually playing. Because it's the parents that get in fights at Chuck <laughs> oh, E. Cheese. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to have to like, have, have like an audience cam or whatever to capture them getting angry oh, at each we other. We were at Chuck E. Cheese once and my sister gave a kid a bloody eye in the ball pit. A bloody eye? Yeah. Oof. We were playing around in the tunnels and the tubes and everything. They all connect to the ball pit. And the, I, I there was an older kid. There was the two sets of brothers and then me and my sister. And the younger brother started talking smack to my little sister. And she's five at the time. What does she do? She punches him in the eye. <laughs> and, and Brandon, you're so right. They have to. If they don't include some level of the animatronic characters, oh. it's totally illegitimate. Exactly. It's just it's it's like the movies we were talking about earlier. This is only based on Chuck E. Cheese. It has nothing to do with it. See, I say take a part of Squid Game and take the Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> animatronic character and turn it into a red light, green light thing. <laughs> they cool. do need to look creepy, though. Kind yeah. of hovering over you, even the but you know they they've modernized the, the they're still creepy the modern Doesn't version. Matter, yeah. Uh, speaking of game shows, we got this email from Michelle. Hi Michelle. I mentioned that uh, the floor. This is this game show with Rob Lowe on Fox and Hulu, uh, where a, a bunch of contestants are standing on a floor. They're in their own square. The idea is to get as much of the floor to own the floor by eliminating your the people that are connected to you. Um, I guess, and then in the end, you I, the winner gets a quarter of a million dollars. I say I guess because the rules are so convoluted, but the game is fun to play along with in the sense of they, you have a category. Each person has their own category. It might be fruits and vegetables, and then you're you're facing off against somebody, and, and you're playing fruits and vegetables. They put up pictures of a, of a fruit, and you have to name it. And so we're playing the shout-out game at home, so it's fun to play along with it that. In terms of strategy and all that, I mentioned we haven't quite figured it out yet. My wife has this whole whiteboard because they throw you a tweet. In the end, I've, uh, I've, I'm already – I'm at the point I don't care. I don't care about the strategy. W- whatever. I, what I told my wife is I said I'll care about the strategy when we get down to, like, the final eight, the last episode. Like, oh, okay, I, I, I get it. But some of you are writing in and such. Michelle says, I checked out that new game show, The Floor. At first, I was like, how does Rob not understand the rules? Then I kept watching. And during the second episode, I was confused. Like, wait, how did he get his original category back? That 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 was – uh, well, I think I figured it out. She says. So remember, you before keeping you come into the show with your category. Okay. I, I, I hello. I'm Rob. My category is uh, stand-up comedians, and then Dawn challenges me. Now Dawn's category is country music, but she's challenging me. So she's saying I can I can keep up with Rob and stand-up comedians, and so we play, and uh, I. I was challenged by Don, right? It, 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 and, 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 and so we played my category, stand-up comedians. I win. I beat Don. Now I, I inherit Don's category of country. That seems like a punishment. Country music, exactly. Even though you just won. But, but if, if Don wins because we just played my, my stand-up comedians category, she keeps country music. Okay. So. Oh, oh, all right. No, that's the, that's, that's the punishment almost. I mean, that's like the chance you take. Yeah, yeah I you guess. get a win, but you got to know you're going to end up with this category. Um, and she goes, basically, Michelle comes to the exact same conclusion I did while my wife was whiteboarding this. Every category only gets played once. So however the rules are written, 
the, you're going to hear each category by the end of the show. And it, the, my problem with it now is Rob Lowe or, or the producer, they just do a terrible job of explaining it. They just, they don't, they're not doing what, what I, I try to tell people to do all the dumb it down. Make it as dumb. I, even I'm dumb, apparently, on this show. Do you know what this sounds like? The Friends episode where uh, Joey's going to maybe get a job as a game show host. And it is the most complicated game ever. <laughs> Just remember that one? But then they finally get it, and they love that it's so complicated. And they're mad when he actually goes, and they dumb it down, and there's, like, none of it. Uh, Michelle finishes by saying, I enjoy this show like I enjoy playing your pressure cooker, yelling at the idiot who didn't know what nails were. Or the person who didn't know what a Labrador Retriever looked what? like, you know, from home playing without the pressure. Yeah. Right? Although uh, there's a lot, there were there was a few where I'm looking at it, and I'm going, I know what that is, but I don't know what it is, and I'm on my sofa. Nails like a nail you're hitting with a hammer yeah. and fingernails. It was like in the hardware category or tools category. Oh, that would be hard, like, the tools category. Yeah. No thanks. Uh, we have uh, we uh, Dawn mainly uh, has talked before, but back when back when daytime soap operas were oh, a thing. Oh my oh. God, I loved uh, them. This was more prevalent, but it is still prevalent. And it's, it's the the idea that, and there are people who still do this, they watch a show passionately and they believe that the actors are actually their characters. They they, they actually think, you know, pick your show, that that, that they they live like that and they that's that's their life. And and there are endless anecdotal stories from celebrities where people will come up to them on their streets and they on the streets and they treat them like they're their characters. How dare you? Uh, and a 64-year-old grandmother in Massachusetts named Roxanne Doucette was a diehard fan of The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, my God. That's a daytime yes. soap. Oh, it is. Is it still there? It is still there, okay. along with Young and the Restless. And you get Young and the Restless first, whatever your local news is. This is true old people stuff. And then right after, Bold and the Beautiful. It is still around. Uh, soap opera star Thorsten K. That's the that's the real life person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of the bold and the beautiful was texting, sixty four year old Roxanne. Who's this character? No, no one knows their names. I, I'm sorry, don't I? I don't have that information. <laughs> yeah, you say it's like it's opposite in the soap world. Um, Who do they play? One message uh, from uh, Thorsten says, "Quote: You have to get rid of your husband, honey. I need you so much." Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. This, this guy from Bold and the Beautiful no is texting this 64-year-old woman. I I don't have the information about how it all started or, or whatever, but, you know. Okay. Roxanne responds, uh, so this is this is not the first text. They've been texting for a while. And Roxanne says she, quote, needed to do some thinking, end quote, and then she hatched a plan. This is all happening in real life. She told Thorsten, quote, making an amazing soup, special potion. Maybe I can collect life insurance. End quote. Because she tried to poison her husband. Oh, my God. Oh. Because she genuinely believed oh, that this actor, not the character, but the actor from Bold and the Beautiful, was texting her. Of course, it was actually a scammer. Oh, no. Who was pretending to be Thorsten. Brilliant. <sighs> what, what, what an awful human she already was. A normal, everyday person who loves their husband is not going to all of a sudden jump to want to kill him. Well, Good you know, Lord. again, it just, I didn't do that justice. It didn't jump. First, the scammer built up, I'm not saying she's not a terrible yeah, person, yeah, yeah. built up trust. However, he made initial contact, right? He, he, now whether, and, and the cops were trying to figure out 
how did he did he just stumble into uh, whoever the scammer was into to a fan and that was it just luck was it targeted in any way um, and, and nobody knows by the way still what the motivation on the scammers but was it just like you know you, you know you, you know Kyle Crassley shouted out awesome was it just for for giggles right but usually they I want, want money I want to right well, but yeah. was, is this like I want to watch the world burn kind of thing Ew. or or, you know, she alluded to the life insurance thing. Was that the idea? Get her to get money. She gets away with it. And then he needs it to yeah, exactly. get here because he lost his passport or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> when you go as far as trying to actually kill your spouse, you're going to be the oh. one that, that gets taken down, not the scammer. Oh. I, I got to give it to the scammer a little bit just because of his marketing skills because he, he found his niche market. He, he, uh, he described himself as a person from a soap opera and went after an older lady. Obviously, he's got a target, and he has something he knows works. <laughs> Roxanne's husband uh, did eat the soup. He had some kind of medical event, but she actually is the one that called 911. So we don't know if she had remorse or if she thought, oh, well, I can't just let him die in front of me. He recovered. The husband will be oh, fine. But it didn't guy. take long for the police to zero in on Roxanne, who has been charged with attempted murder. And in the end, she doesn't get her love. Unclear what kind of soup she made and what she uh, spiked the poison with. Uh, the real Thorsten K has not commented, and cops uh, obviously are trying to use the phone to track down the scammer. Well, they can do a new storyline. There you <laughs> go. The, the real yeah. Thorsten K has heard the story, but eh, I'm going to talk to the writers about this. Don, what are the other characters in that soap opera's names? We got uh, Thorsten, and who else? Well, Thorsten's an actor. Yeah, oh, I don't know okay. who he's playing. Uh, I think there's a Brook, there's the Logans. And then there's the uh, Foresters. That's it. They're a fashion house. Back to uh, something mainstream and popular. Uh, we got an email here from Michelle who's uh, talking about uh, the Lovers and Friends Fest in Las Vegas uh, this May. Tickets, by the way, go on sale. I believe it's this Friday. This is all day. This is, you know, one of the, another one of these festival things. They're so popular. All day event. It is a uh, uh, an embarrassment of riches when it comes to uh, 80s and 90s stars. Uh, Janet Jackson. Usher, Backstreet Boys, Snoop Dogg, Gwen Stefani, Alicia Keys, Lil Wayne, Nas, Mary Kay Blige, uh, Nelly uh, Furtado, Ciara, Ludacris, Nelly. It goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, it's uh, all day, uh, one day in uh, May, I, I think it is. Yeah, it's like uh, they need a month. 10 a.m. It starts 10 a.m., <laughs> I think it is. Anyways, uh, Michelle Michelle had an interesting take on this with this festival show because, remember, one of the one of the, headline, the headliners are, uh, are, are officially – uh, Janet Jackson, Usher, and the Backstreet Boys. Dang. So Michelle says, I saw the lineup for the Lovers and Friends Fest in Vegas this May. My expectations for Usher's halftime show have now gone way up with the hopes that Usher will bring out some of these friends. Oh. My elder millennial heart would be so happy to see some of these performers make surprise appearances. Now, don't get confused. The, the, the Lovers and Friends thing is in May. But what? But oh. where her brain is going is she's saying, "Well, Hush, Usher's a headliner, yeah. so so he can he, he'll call up any one <laughs> of these and say, well, let's do the the Super Bowl halftime show to get attention.' But, and didn't you say that this festival thing is happening in Vegas? In I May. know, not till yeah. May. Yes, but correct. the Super Bowl is in Vegas as well. All correct. Oh. Hello. All correct. Yes, I mean it's it, because there hasn't been a, the only chatter I've heard, and and it's I do not claim I have any reason to believe it's legitimate, is that Usher's ego is saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't bringing anybody out." Because I've been doing this residency in Vegas and I know how to do it. I'm not claiming that's real because nobody's talking about it. You know, usually this by this time, people are saying, who's the who's the star? Either they're saying, who is the star going to bring out? Or, God, I hope they don't bring anybody out. Yeah. There's like, no. So that's that's an interesting angle. Would he, would he just bring out half a dozen of them Dang. and do something? Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, we got an email here from uh, Ian. Uh, and he, uh, he attached a... <laughs> 
uh, a video that that I that I watch, and and this is kind of sort of uh, entertainment related because it gets into the the sports world. So you remember, well, first Ian wrote this absolutely gets under my skin. Uh, play your political games all you want, but stay away from my sports, etc. Okay, you remember a couple years ago there was a real life incident at a NASCAR event uh, where the crowd started chanting um, "F Joe Bro- F Joe Biden" at the time, and the uh, sports reporter who was doing an interview was after the race. And the, 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 the race car driver who had won, was his first name was Brandon. I don't remember his last name. Um, and whether she was an idiot or whether she was really smart on her feet, because it, it was an overwhelming chant live on TV. She, she says, as she's doing the interview, she, oh, listen to the crowd. They're chanting, let's go, Brandon, when they're saying F Joe Biden. <laughs> and so for a while, let's go, Brandon became a thing. It became code for F Joe Biden. Oh, that's, that's, that's hilarious. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go, Brandon. When I, when I went to a family member's house, uh, like extended family member, um, I had never met this person before, but, you know, I was greeted. I said, oh, hey, my name's Brandon. He's like, oh, let's go, Brandon. Like, just wearing his politics on his sleeve, oh, using no. my name as the catalyst. Oh, it's like, dude, shut up. That's great. So so that became a thing, and, and for a little while, stadiums would chant. Either they would just stay with F. Joe Biden, or they would say they would chant, let's go, Brandon. But let's go, Brandon, you could wear it on TV. If you yeah, wanted to, exactly. like Brandon said, you want to show your politics. Yeah. So what's, what Ian is bothered about is this video that's gone viral from the Lions, the Detroit Lions game uh, this uh, last weekend against the Buccaneers, uh, where it, it, the, the crowd is chanting, is clearly chanting, let's go Lions. It is, it's audibly easy to tell. Mm-hmm. This particular blogger or video blogger or YouTuber who has a lot of followers reports it as news that oh the chant is back and he plays the he plays the 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 sound of the crowd and what he does is he bleeps the word let's and so it's let's go lions well it bleeps the word let's and he reports they're saying f joe biden because you know let's go lions f joe biden wow. when a whole crowd is doing it in the background with the cadence if you're being told that's what you're hearing, and if you want to believe that's what you're hearing, it's believable. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Ian wrote in, and he said it's just a rant, et cetera. And I only use this instructively because this is barely even the beginning, especially in an election year. Yeah. You're going to get so much of this fake crap, and it's going to infect everything. It's going to affect your sports. It's going to infect I, you. know, you've got to go with the believe nothing. It's like no escape. No, there, and that's what he's really mad about. I think is that there's just no escape. Stay out of my sports, et cetera. Speaking of sports, uh, in about 90 minutes, we'll be doing uh, the Mixed Pick Sportscast on Rad TV at members.radradio.com on the Rad Radio app and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 8.90 AM. Now, if you watch us on Rad TV, when this show ends, it's just like during the show. The commercial break is playing and we're getting everything set up and you can see whatever's going on with Steve and if I'm in the studio getting ready or whatever during the commercial break. So there were a couple people who noticed something as we were getting ready to start yesterday's show who wrote in. Steven wrote in and said, I believe we just witnessed a great power nap by Steve. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Valerie says, OMG, I love Steve just sitting there dozing. Or maybe he's getting in his zen place for the show. Either way, he made me feel peaceful. So he was just sitting there at his desk and, and, and kind of like, you know, I, I didn't see all of it, yeah. but the email started coming in. Yeah, he just leans back, crosses his hands over his chest, and just just visibly like passes out and it, it, but it looks so comfortable oh and it, because it's Steve and he's the <laughs> nicest guy in the world it's like oh yes. so and then sweet. four minutes later boom he's right on it and we're ready to talk sports so we'll do that again uh, this morning at 10 a.m. Rob anybody and Dawn the Rob anybody and Dawn show